0: I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast.
1: time before it's making noise it's like an hourglass i can't turn over and when it's out it comes down like a morning.
0: let's get right into it the new album prepare for despair it's officially out now very exciting now let's talk about the title of the album prepare for despair yeah. little ominous dark brooding is that the theme for this album for you guys
1: kind of it's like the songs were uh a collection of a bunch of bullcrap that we just was that was the last like two two years and some change mm-hmm. so it was like a name that andy our guitar player came up with and it was like oh that's it it was like it, i mean i it's really it was really sick um but like it really does like each song is like we took so long writing it that like each song could be a difference like few month period where like something was happening you know what i mean so uh yeah, a little ominous, but um the album has its like a little bit of chaos. There is some uh disparity in some of the lyrical content, just due to it was just more of a sign of the times mm-hmm. and uh and some heaviness and some uh and then you know we close off the album with Dark Days, which is putting it all behind me, which was a which was a methodical move. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it what it means. But uh, yeah, I mean we wrote this, we started writing this like maybe mid 20, 20, 2021 but it's it's been a long time coming
0: was it a, always original but to take it that long or was it kind of just because of the the state of the world we were living in and then you guys found yourself taking longer in putting this album together and writing it
1: it was really it was really tough to find time to a lot for an entire album when either we were touring or I was home producing other artists um it it just it was tough to like really set that time aside and give a label like eight new songs or something we just didn't have the time. So what I could do is say like yeah, here's one song, here's two songs, right. uh whatever and then um it wasn't until we you know the label was like, okay, like now is the time. We need an album from you guys. That we brought on our buddy Kyle Black, who's another producer um who's awesome that like basically like it was still a lot of work, but boy did that take off so much of the workload and I got to be like on the other side of the glass. Right. Um, as an artist and I got to just like really focus on being creative and, um, that was part of it. And, um, we wrote this album at the house, um, in my friend's studio, we went to Lake Tahoe and did a writing trip in a cabin in the snow. We went to Switzerland and like wrote some songs in Switzerland. Uh, because we were already out there um, for a Slam Dunk festival. And so we just stayed out in Europe and rode in the mountains. And that was crazy. And we just really tried to like figure out who we were and like what, what the album sound was. As fans of music, we know that the sophomore album of your favorite band is a very big deal. Mm-hmm. And so we were very scared. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we took our damn time to make sure that it was... As flawless as we could make it, even if it has some blemishes, we did our absolute best.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I I bring this up with a lot of bands, whether it's your freshman album or your 18th album, uh, especially that sophomore one. And I wanted to talk to you about that because the second studio album from you, you feel a little more mature, maybe a little more confident going to the studio, but you also have those sophomore album jitters. Obviously, that played into the effect of this album after what you just told me there.
1: Yeah. uh, Jitters is an understatement. It was like the whole career was was riding on the whole band was riding on this. I mean, literally, that's what it felt like.
0: Now, uh, with that being said, uh, your trip to the mountains, writing in Tahoe, uh, Switzerland, all over the place. I do also want to talk about uh, the album artwork, which is very reminiscent of Dookie. Uh, is dookie. kind of the vibe I got there. Uh, tell us about that. Cause it's really cool. And it and, and kind of fits the theme. And I really enjoy that. Tell us
1: about the crew. Yeah. Thanks man. It's absolutely inspired by dookie. And I love, it's also like there's Easter eggs. So you can look at it for like 10 minutes and just like keep finding stuff. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's like, I spy. It's like, where's Waldo. It's right, like, it's, right. it's just so cool. And the second, I saw the first sketch of it. I was like, dude, this is iconic. It is just like the coolest. And then, uh, the, the point North kind of looks like skywriting. And then Andy was like, Oh, Oh, that's it. It's, It's supposed to be skywriting. And then like, and so I, I don't know, like, it's just, it's perfect
0: and it's nice to have that because that's again we, it's that's the first thing you see and you're going to notice this when you're looking through the stack of CDs that one stands out from Point North uh do you got
1: a favorite track on the album one that maybe stands out to you Dark Days is always like a special one for me and I I just like love the story behind it like I wrote that in in a target I literally like was driving to target with my wife you know we were in the freaking home decor section as one does at target and I was like, I was like, Oh, I have this like idea for a song and knew right away. It was dark days because I loved the, I love alliteration. I love words to play like that. I, uh, it was like, yeah. Like, and so I was like, I'm done with these dark, dark. Days. And I knew it was going to be like this simple rhythm. of no, these dark uh, days. And I was like, I don't care what the next thing is. I think I had, I'm putting them behind me. And then that was all I had at target. And then when I got home, I like, you know, got on the computer and, and kind of made it all put together and i was like i think this is sick and then it was kind of like the b section of the chorus was yeah i i don't want you to worry that i'm lost on my own journey it was like i'm good and it was kind of like a really nice sentiment for me like it was like something i needed for me you know um and i think that's one of the more genuine like songs on the album i mean they're all genuine but that's the one that like means a lot to me and then the other one in the same vein is psycho mm. and psycho. I wrote it with my friend Bruce and it was like literally about like a very specific incident. Mm-hmm. I had I I've had my run-ins with like really bad panic attacks and I've right. had my run-ins with bad anxiety and stuff. So my wife and I were doing like a new year's trip. We were staying, we we're doing a staycation in Topanga, Topanga Canyon and like i don't know if it was me being in a small airstream or what what it was and being remote in the mountains with no service like i just had a meltdown like one night for no reason i just comes out of nowhere and then all of a sudden It goes in my stomach And then like I can't breathe And I start throwing up And then it's like This horrible thing So Psycho is literally Like my apology letter To, to my wife Like uh, from that night
0: Well we can't wait To hear more and, and it's it's cool to hear Your personal take On these tracks Obviously all of them Are very personal But finding those ones That are really special yeah. To you Listen Rape Share, subscribe, discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7, 941 JJO. I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast.
1: I've been getting
0: Before we get to rapid fire, I did want to talk about the music video for uh, Safe and Sound, which, by the way, for everyone who doesn't know, that features uh, Jonathan Vigil of uh, The Ghost Inside. Very cool. Uh, Makes you guys do with him. And yes. most people would say, John, that uh, making a music video on ice skates and full hockey gear probably isn't the safest idea. Tell you know. us about that experience, man, because it's a very unique music video you guys did for that
1: one. I'm glad to hear you thought it was unique because that's what <laughs> we wanted, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah we we uh, uh, I think maybe uh, the extra skaters, including Vigil and myself, were the only ones that knew how to skate. Oh, the wow. camera, the camera guy, the DP, my bands, no one knew how to skate. People, there was like we posted a blooper reel. It's like it was nowhere near. the amount the amount of like footage that we probably have of people just falling it was so funny dude (laughs) uh but like uh yeah so like me and vigil um both grew up and were raised in el segundo which is Mm -hmm. a town right by los angeles airport and um yeah i would go to his band shows when i was like freaking 15 years old like so i've i've been i've been like a diehard long-term ghost inside fan uh ever since their first album and even before when they were a dying dream right um and, uh, so as soon as this dude was on it, I was, and I heard the breakdown and I, it was just like, duh, like, of course that's a hockey fight. I, Cause look, we had this, like, we had this, I don't want to say like an epiphany, but this, um, I guess like realization of, of like, dude, we don't like the idea of taking ourselves too seriously. Um, we think like being like fun and funny is better than trying to act cool and like freaking mystic so (laughs) we like uh, we were like let's just do a hockey game and we can all just eat shit and like beat the crap out of each other and that would be something that people will at least like remember as opposed to being like just dudes playing our instruments like you say like the like that typical band promo stuff right um Mm -hmm. so uh yeah Jonathan Vigil is a very big hockey player, hockey fan, as am I. I don't play in my adult life um because I just I live in the studio here. I just mm-hmm. I never leave. but um, and you know, I i know John toured for a while and stuff too, and he had obviously his injuries from the crash, so he probably took some time off. but but I was like, dude, I would even it was more selfish. I just wanted to play hockey with with vigil <laughs> yes, and uh my
0: daughter came in sorry about
1: that <laughs> good. I, uh, I just i just wanted to play uh, hockey with vigil so i was like i was like maybe this is an excuse and we'll just film it and make it a music video yeah, then, there uh, you go. <laughs> so so i hop on the skates and it'd been 10 years since i skated uh like legit 10 years but i played hockey my entire childhood life through high school um and then as i went to audio school after the fact i kind of fell off but it was like riding the bike i just i, I was like freaking skating circles around dudes. And, <laughs> and, uh, it was awesome. And I just, I couldn't be happier with how it turned out. It was just so funny watching our director, Chris, like with the camera and someone else is like pulling his belt, that you know, expensive and he's piece of
0: equipment <laughs> that he's holding
1: on to just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they, and they hung, li- they hung lights in like the rafters. Yeah. And then like that whole like fake scoreboard thing, like I just made in like freaking. uh, after effects or whatever yeah, like yeah and that and that and so there was no jumbotron it was just it's just it's all a joke and it's just yeah, like yeah. and like uh but it's it's awesome and i i just was so happy to make a video that was memorable fun to make because we keep because at, at the end of the day like we just think that like no one cares about music videos like as much as they used to at least like no there's no vh1 anymore like you know yeah. and um unless you're spending like 200 grand on a video or something like that. It's like, you know, we're on an independent label budget. So we're just like, let's just have fun with it and just do something that that's, that's kind of where we were at with nice now too. I don't know if you've ever seen that video, but that's just like a goofy video. And like, we just like try to have fun. Yeah. Because at at the end of the day, as soon as this starts to feel like, you know, work or, uh, you know, it's like it's too serious and we can't just like laugh at ourselves or laugh or laugh at anything we're just hum- we're just humorous dudes we just yeah. we just like to do goofy shit <laughs> uh well, i'm glad it, that that worked out
0: it, it turned out great and if anyone hasn't seen it yet uh you can find it all over the place it's awesome and, and like i said just a cool take on that yeah you know not the not the typical leather jackets in front of the camera making <laughs> you know sexy faces uh you get your face punched in and it's a it's a lot of fun it's it's a good time. yeah yeah i get
1: i get my ass beat yeah that's
0: right <laughs> <laughs> well again everyone uh point north the new album prepare for despair is out now go check it out keep listening go see him on the road uh because you guys are out and about uh, of course promoting this latest album and uh, that's good news for everybody before i let you go here john let's do rapid fire i do this with everyone this is a way for us to get to know you there's no wrong answers you just go with your gut okay go with the gut let's start with some hockey ones because i did read that you are a king's fan so first let's start with this since you're a hockey buff what's better Uh A shootout or a goalie fight? A
1: uh, shootout.
0: Shootout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's better, uh, D2, the Mighty Ducks, or the original Mighty Ducks? The original Mighty Ducks, no question. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ev- everybody Wang Chung or everybody was Kung Fu fighting? Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Flintstone Push Pop or Chaco Taco? Choco Taco. Soaked jeans or damp socks? Damp socks, man. Uh, I think you're the first one to say damp socks. That's wild. That's I think the first. One. Would you rather see Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster? But wait, actually, you're California, so let's change it to El Chupacabra. I think that's more oh. like area.
1: Yeah. so Bigfoot or Chupacabra or Loch Ness yeah. and Chupacabra. Do Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Or, or
0: or El Chupacabra?
1: Um, probably Chupacabra. That sounds yeah. awesome. I like lo- I like mythical lore like that. Yeah, but that's like dark side
0: <laughs> that's not a fun <laughs> mythical creature he's a mean one. yeah
1: no that's great
0: would you rather fight uh one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses
1: <laughs> one duck-sized horse is that yeah, what you ho- said or
0: one horse-sized duck
1: or a hundred duck-sized horses one horse-sized duck
0: all right now how are you going to defend yourself against a giant duck like that
1: I would befriend it so fast. Oh my God. I'm such an animal guy. So I would just like, I would be riding that thing. I'd be the first person to like fly on the duck. I'd be like a dragon rider. Game of a, Thrones. A full, a full loaf of bread at <laughs> him. Be yeah. your friend, and you're all yeah. set to go. I'm um, gonna need a lot of freaking dough. Yeah. I, uh, you know, you did. You
0: brought up Game of Thrones. I don't think I saw the uh, the the horse-sized duck flying through the air along with the dragon. So yeah, that's the next <laughs> yeah.
1: book. That's the next that's book. The given. next book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the better ending. <laughs> uh,
0: John, thank you for humoring me. More importantly, thank you for sure. taking the time and talking new music again. Point North, prepare for despair. Out now. Can't wait to hear more from you, man. Thank you so much for
1: check it work. out, dude. Thank you so much for having
0: me, man. This was great.
1: I've been getting.
0: Listen, rate, share, subscribe, discover new music now at wjjo.com in the JJO app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. nutty jjo